This is Melancholy Geek, Episode 9. Trailers. Get your trailers here. Thoughts and opinions of a geek living with depression. I am Preston, and it's six twenty-seven in the morning because I didn't have it in me to record this last night. But that's okay, right? Right? Yeah, that's okay. I'll just record, process, and upload. It'll all work out. It's fine. So, rough, 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 rough. Very rough week for me. Uh, I don't know how interested you are. I'll keep it brief. Moving is horrible. Um, Saturday was almost a complete wash for me. Never got up until the afternoon. And, yeah. Realized it was two weeks until I had to move last week, <laughs> and tomorrow is one week, so that's not going to help me much, but I'm a little bit better away, uh, and uh, that got me to panicking, and panicking leads to trouble, because it affects my work, affects everything, so, I'm getting there though, with the help of my family and, and friends, I'm getting there, so hopefully... This time next week, I will be prepped fully to move and won't have to worry too much about it, just have to move, and we'll see what happens. However, let's, uh, let's move on to some stuff, some things. So what happened this week? Lots happened. Nothing to, I don't know, nothing, nothing jumped out at me, and a lot of specific things outside of what I'm going to talk mainly, so I'm going to go into a little bit more details on some of it. So, start off with a very interesting announcement that happened a little over a week ago, and uh, it, it's... I don't know. It, it's, I don't know how interesting it is to me. I probably would take advantage of it. We'll see. Uh, now, I can definitely say with confidence that the majority of the world, and those of you listening, has either wished or actually gone to. Disneyland or Disney World. So you guys are familiar with it, obviously. I don't need to go into details there. Well, they announced a new experience, a new immersive experience, which they're saying is going to be like have a have your own personal story uh, while staying staying at this resort that they're prepping, which is quite interesting. Uh, but before, if you haven't heard about this already, before I 
you know, you brush it off as, eh, I don't want to hang around with Mickey and Minnie and those kinds of things. Well, that's not what it is. Uh, the the reason this has been such a big uh, a big thing that's being discussed and talked about this week is because it's going to be based in Star Wars universe. The Star Wars, of course. Pardon my uh, possible coldish this morning. So, what does that say? What is what is that? That that is there. They don't have a lot of details put out. They are saying that it is going to be fully immersive. All of the guests are going to have uh, basically feel like it's their own thing, their own experience. All of the employees are going to be, you know, in appropriate costume. Many that are going to be also in appropriate character for the for the circumstances, for the immersion, the resort. plan is to have every guest have their own storyline so they they're from what I've read they're going to be interacting with they're going to be going on um, excursions maybe missions things to do that's going to vary for each person um, the plan is to meet up there's going to try to have iconic characters that they can deal with and work with and depending on how well they do, they can gain like bonuses and stuff through currency and you know for uh, extra missions and stuff. Uh, it's intriguing. It's definitely one of the first results that have or results that have that I found remotely interesting. So it should be interesting. Uh, what I found fun, and a lot of people I'm sure may have. Uh, caught this reference is that it's a very similar idea that a lot of us has been that have been uh exposed to recently because of the tv show based off a book called westworld same idea a little bit more immersive probably a little bit more more immersive than what this is going to be but uh it's, it's pretty much the same thing only Westworld has like androids and is in a western so you're old cowboys and stuff so that's a fun thing that is not a whole lot of more details than that uh, they have they have that in the works and they kind of teased off in their little convention they had uh, but they don't have a sp- anything specific other than they uh, it's planned to be in the Orlando theme park so, nonetheless, that that's a interesting, an interesting thing they're doing, which could be pretty fun, and I would probably go. So, and that's coming from a guy who doesn't really have a vacation destination thing going on. Just it's not a thing for me. I wouldn't go to Westworld. It's just me. But Star Wars, maybe. It's basically a lot. Like, it's LARPing, which is live action, action role-playing, which is cool. But in a Star Wars universe, that could be fun. 
Shoo. Uh, how many of you know the name Elon Musk? I'm sure quite a few of you have heard the name. Uh, if you're keeping up with technology, you know exactly who he is and what he does. Uh, but for those that don't, let's give you a little background. Uh, so you probably only know the name if you're not, a, you know, know him really well. Probably in the last few years. Well, it, he and his brother started a web company as far back in, you know, so he's been in this, you know, he's been in the spotlights, if only smallly. Smally. Sure, let's make up words. Uh, if only a little bit. Uh, back in 96, when he created a web software company with his brother called Zip2. Basic company. Um, but they had contracts with like the New York Times and other notable publishers. So not, you know, it was 96. This is when the internet was getting, or the World Wide Web was really starting to Boom. Well, shortly after, in 98, it got acquired by Compaq. And through everything, Elon Musk ended up with $34 million. You know, because... And that, that, you know, that has to do with stock in the company and whatnot. So in the same year, he started another company called X.com, um, which uh, I don't remember, but apparently it was a service for online payments and transfers. Pretty straightforward. Uh, about a year later, the company Confinity merged which, with X.com and... And became even more interesting because Confinity actually had its own similar service, which you may have heard of, called PayPal. Yeah, PayPal. Uh, they merged company soon after, in 2001, became known as PayPal. Well, he wasn't done yet. Not even remotely. In 2002, PayPal was acquired by eBay. Some of you may remember this. And <laughs> this time, through you know the cost of so stocks at the time and whatnot, Elon received $165 million. Crazy. So Elon, being the ambitious, crazy person that he is, in that same year, uh, was trying to work with a number of his colleagues to start pushing towards an area or a time in the future where he would be going to Mars. That was a dream of his. But how he was going about it, getting the right getting the right uh, materials and equipment, he was 
basically jerked around about it. So what he did, he started his own company to start manufacturing the equipment and taking these actions. And that's called SpaceX, which of course is pretty prominent these days. Now, what Elon Musk is really mainly known for right now is certainly a company called Tesla, which manufactures electrical vehicles over the last couple of years. Um, just about to release the Model 3, which is their most affordable model. But, strangely enough, which some of you may have been or mis misknown or was not aware of uh, as myself, he actually did not found that company. He invested in it and later in 2008, uh, because of the financial crisis, he took over. So, because this guy doesn't sit still doing anything, in 2013, he unveiled a concept for a high-speed transmission system incorporating reduced pressure tubes in which pressurized capsules ride on an air cushion driven by a linear induction motor and air compressor. Yeah, I know. Do you remember TV shows, old TV shows, old movies where you see those fun little capsules that people put in like the wall and it just go poof? Basically the same idea, only on a much larger scale. Definitely an interesting concept. Uh, initially, though, it's it seemed like he wanted to be completely hands off from this. So he was just like, hey, here's a thing, look at it, do it, make it happen, put it out there. But it kind of, he's come, coming back around and getting involved again. So in, let's see here, last year, 2016, December 13th, this is where it gets fun when you're when you're important you're tweeting about everything. Well, while he was stuck in traffic, he apparently tweeted. Well, uh, you know, apparently he was like stuck in traffic, but he tweeted, "I'm going to build a tunnel boring company." Uh, don't quote me. Okay, quote: "Am going to build a tunnel boring machine and start digging." <laughs> because he's. A funny guy. He named it The Boring Company. On the nose. Of course. Uh, January 21st, uh, he tweeted, Exciting progress on the tunnel front. Plan to start digging in a month or two. A uh, month or so, sorry. Uh, first tunnel will start on the SpaceX campus and we'll probably go to a new uh, nearby parking garage. Uh, the 26th of January, discussions with regulatory bodies have begun and no requests for permits to dig in Los Angeles area have been filed with the California Department of Transportation. So a lot of, a lot of talk, talk about this. In February, uh, the company began digging 30 foot wide, 50 foot long and 
15 foot deep test trenches on the premises of SpaceX in Los Angeles. Uh, because it was their grand, they didn't need permits. So they're just, you know, prepping up. So last Thursday, though, he tweeted, just received verbal government approval for the boring company to build an underground New York to Philly to Baltimore to New Jersey. Sorry, New York to Philly to Baltimore to D.C. Hyperloop. And these are, this is the eastern seaboard, big cities in the eastern seaboard. And he speculated at the end, New York to D.C. in 29 minutes. That's pretty impressive. A lot of people uh, need to go between those two places, but I believe it's a couple of hours on a train and I think like an hour or so to fly. So 29 minutes is pretty impressive. So I wanted to bring this up because this, this Elon Musk is like, like the geek living his dream after being successful and just pushing it back. Like he doesn't seem to ever want to necessarily profit, enjoy it, and run away. He is get money, profit, take said profit, and do something more to try to make the world better. So, you know, like, he's ambitious to say the least. I think, personally, I think it's rightly to call him a futurist. And it's... It's believed that him as a an overall person was what Robert Downey Jr. used to portray Tony Stark. So, pretty interesting. Actually, he, I'm pretty sure he actually had a cameo in the second one. Yes. So, there you go. Alright. Let's get into some things i don't have a specific topic this week because i couldn't think of one but what better thing to talk about than one of the biggest geek conventions ever you all know what i'm talking about it's san francisco comic-con San Diego Comic-Con, of course, is considered to be the biggest, without question, I think, and usually the most interesting. Uh, well, it took place this past weekend, so since it's usually a source of massive geek news, I figured I would go through a lot of it. So, also... Because of what it is, I'm not even going to explain it, what it is. It's one thing I've been doing so far is giving some background and whatnot, but I think you, I think you all know what this is. So, because of what it is, though, it's hard to talk about much without really talking about trailers. So many trailers. All of the trailers. That ranges from TV, movies, and whatnot. I'm going to be talking about a bit of TV and movies. And then I'll go through 
just a few little things. So first thing that popped up when I did dug through is uh, is some new stuff about the huge hit last year, which I don't think anybody's seen really coming. I, I didn't. I certainly didn't. And just initially just started hearing good things. Um, I don't really think they announced it ahead of time, which they, they do sometimes for some stuff. Uh, but Netflix last year put out a little show called Stranger Things. Well, Stranger Things was completely out of left field for me. Uh, it was fun, uh, iconic almost, and very true to what it is, which was amazing because it was set in the 80s, so it made it feel like it was shot and stylized in the 80s, right from its opening to everything. Well, uh, they showed off their trailer for season two, and apparently the trailer was new enough that the cast themselves hadn't even seen it, which is pretty fun. Uh, I checked it out last night. It's more of the same. Uh, I'm not going to get into too many details because, well, maybe you want to check out the trailer, maybe you don't. Uh, but the short, for me, it, it's all, it, it pushed the dial up a little bit more on my excitement meter. And I was excited because it, it's definitely an original story and it's quite fun. Uh, next up, somewhat controversial for myself, uh, I mentioned before that, that I am actually a fan of the DC movie universe. Not a lot of people overall have been, uh, especially Wonder Woman. Well, now in that in that uh, in that ilk, we now have a new trailer for Justice League, which I watched. And I have to say, give me some tingles. Just getting the the blood beaten. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I had I had a fun like it grabbed me, you know, similar to what the trailer for Wonder Woman did. Um, so I think what. What's great about DC, especially now where we're getting past the initial stuff, like the most known characters in the DCU, is I don't know them that well. I mentioned when I was talking about Wonder Woman, I don't know after this, like I don't I don't know the stuff. So you have a number of other characters, which I don't know, like Aquaman, I don't clue. In the water and controls and talks to fish. Uh, Flash runs fast. That's what I know. Uh, so that that kind of thing really gets me interested because I don't know what to expect. I don't have any full grasp on 
their villains and, and all this type of stuff. So, because uh, there's a glimpse of what appears to be the main villain. Having a clue who he is. Not a clue. So it's very interesting to me. And this, this is what I personally think is a good thing. Uh, that's coming out in November. And I'm interested. I'm very, very interested. Uh, trailers, trailers, trailers. It's a thing. But when... When you hear the name Spielberg, should you really argue? I don't. Spielberg's great. Well, while we're on the geek train, because that's the train that I drive, he's doing a movie for a based on a book of the same name, which is called Ready Player One. I have not read this book. So I don't have a really good idea of what it is other than it's been ranted and raved about from people that have read it. Geeks, mostly. Well, I watched a trailer last night and it's based in the future. Straight, you know, simple enough. But the world seemed to be very immersed in the concept of virtual reality. So everybody was getting into the virtual reality, enjoying it. But what was fun is I seen, I'm sure at least five or more pop culture references from movies and video games just thrown in there. So that makes me very interested. Uh, that's coming out sometime early next year uh now for the more the more what's the word i'm looking for uh proven stuff yeah proven works and and that would be the mcu or marvel cinematic universe so we're going to start with the Defenders. The Defenders are a combination of uh, the four Netflix Marvel heroes that have been put out over the last couple of years. Put them all together in one, one, one series. So you have Daredevil. You have Jessica Jones. You have Luke Cage and just the recent Iron Fist and trailer shows a lot of action and some humor so it definitely looks fun and it never hurt that the trailer ends off with uh, some riffs from a tried and true Nirvana song which pretty sure is come as you are I'm only pretty sure. I haven't researched it, mainly for this joke and call out. So, Jordan, if you're listening, don't hate me for not knowing that definitively, but I'm confident. Anyway, next up on the Marvel train, Thor, Ragnarok. This is their third Thor movie. Uh, first one was probably the 
oddest in the bunch because we didn't know Thor. It's his story. Uh, but who knows? I, I'm and it's I've said it before. Marvel Cinematic Universe makes a movie. I'm in. I don't care. The the almost on a similar train. Uh, the the trailer is done in the style of an <laughs> like an eighties action movie, which is very entertaining. Uh, and again, I'm not gonna go in. If you want to watch the trailer, cool. Um, if you don't, which I've been trying not to lately and failing, don't. It's all good. But do you like Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Just in the movie. Whatevs. Whatever. Uh, and also, there's a point where Hulk, not, not Bruce Banner, but Hulk actually is having a conversation. It's fantastic. Other notable MCU things that were talked about were from Black Panther, just coming out in early next year, I believe. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Yep. And, of course, the female-driven Captain Marvel. So these are the biggest things that I, I, I found, but let me go through some of the smaller spot, smaller little notes of interest. So we have uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is going to actually be in the Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is pretty cool. She's, uh, she'll be another person that's been in a DC movie and a, and a Marvel movie. Apparently there are a lot more than you think. Uh, let's see here, back to, uh, not too much going on here. Just going through some things. Uh, some more talk about what's going to be happening in the new Blade Runner movie. Apparently there's some some details on what happened between the original story and the, the one coming in the movie soon. It's kind of interesting. Not a lot. Not a lot. Talking about uh, the DC TV series, which have been overall good, but some of them recently I just haven't been able to deal with. Looks like they're going to put out a Krypton TV series. Eh, eh, not sure I really care about that. Uh, there's going to be a new series called The Gifted, which is based in the X-Men universe. That's coming out soon. Uh, they showed a trailer for Westworld Season 2. I haven't watched that one yet, and I'm going to try not to. Uh, also showing off some s trailers from Star Trek Discovery, which is coming out later this year, which is... I'm, I'm going to check out. I'm not sure, because they keep doing prequels and stuff before 
like this is even before the the Kirk era, which I just I don't know. I want to see after that. That's me. Uh, it showed off some information and I think a trailer on a Star Trek spoof by Sekhmet Farland called Orville. Who knows? Uh, they showed off more information on DuckTales, so that's fun. And of course, comics, which I would like to say I could get into. I just can't. That's not something I can do. Uh, what else fun do we have? A uh, crap ton of cosplay, uh, because it wouldn't be a convention, geek convention without cosplay. Uh, it's amazing what these people do, the amount of time they put in, the amount of accuracy, and just sometimes mashups are just fun. Let's have a quick look at some of the stuff and see what we had here. Uh, <laughs> a simple Lego Batman. Why not? <laughs> Bacon? Breakdancing? Sure. Some, oh, a Ferengi. Very well done. No idea what that is. Some weird, you know, this is a fun thing. People do weird stuff. Andorian, that's fun. Don't know. Disney character. Gambit and Mystique. Jack Sparrow. Rick and Morty. Captain America, well done. A woman, Wonder Woman, man, Wonder Woman. Don't know, it's weird. Jon Snow, I believe. Ooh, that was good. Uh, hell yeah. The Riddler. Boba Fett. Django Fett. Ooh, a Borg. Link. Anyway, uh, a bunch of interesting things. So that's... San Diego Comic-Con and that just happened this week I'm sure there's a lot more news I know that they finally finally uh, announced a, a new run of Funkos for Buffy it got me excited because Funkos are cool and they're definitely missing some for Buffy all right that's my deal. That's my week. That's my story. That's my horrible, congested-sounding person. So uh, that's going to be all for me. Uh, please let me know what you think. Uh, send me an email at mail at pressmarch.com. Uh, I'm on Twitter at melancholy underscore geek. Uh, go directly to Facebook through my website, melancholygeek.com. Click on uh, Learn More. We'll take you right to iTunes to uh, download and subscribe. It should be on many podcasters out there, simply because they pull from iTunes. Uh, if it's not, though, and uh, you happen to hear about this, but it's not on your favorite podcaster, uh, let me know. 
send me an email, send me a tweet. I'll look into putting it on there. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I had a call out on one of my favorite podcasts last week, which I'm sure helped get me some downloads, which I very appreciated too. Um, so that's it. I like it's, it's, it's been going on. I've got still minimal feedback. I know some people have really listened to this. I've gotten, you know, not a huge audience, but there's definitely people listening. So I, I want to hear what you think. So get in touch. That's all for me. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Bye.